Welcome to the Orlando Holiday Guide podcast show presented by Hugh Hattrick in association with its Orlando Time Facebook page. Trusted, acknowledged and respected. Good morning and welcome to Hattrick's Orlando Holiday podcast show with me, Hugh Hattrick. I hope you're well and having a great week. It's sunny here in in the Scottish borders, but it's absolutely freezing. However, as usual, it's the opposite in Orlando. It's nice and warm and crispy hot, and I'll do the forecast in a little while. But today, I thought I would share with you some of the crazy adventures that I've had in Orlando. It's an amazing place, and every time you go, you make memories that will last a lifetime. So I thought I would share one or two with you today to give you a bit of a laugh for a Monday morning here at the beginning of March. So let's get started with Hattrick's Orlando Holiday Guide podcast show. Now, in 2008, that was the first time that I went with my good friend Jonathan to Orlando. And what a time it was. It was at the um, beginning of the major financial recession and almost collapse. In fact, my mate Jonathan, who had a, at the time a, a, a bank, one of the Icelandic banks, it actually refused him access when he was across there. And if you were in that situation, it wasn't very nice at all. Thankfully, it did all get resolved. But it was the first time I'd ever been to America and of course the first time I'd ever been to Orlando and it was quite a quite an incredible experience. We flew from Manchester to Orlando Sanford Airport which is one of the smaller airports outside of Orlando but in saying that I think it has five runways. It's absolutely huge compared to anything here we have in Britain. And it was a very good experience. It was easy. The flight was very good and getting in and out of the airport was easy. Getting into the car was fantastic. And we got ourselves a big Jeep Commander, which is the big kind of four by four. And we had an absolute ball for the week. We did something like 600 miles in the first week that was <clears throat> in the, in, during the holiday, which was great. Now, on one of the days, we decided to go to Ocala National Park, which is just north of Orlando. And it's a lovely, lovely place. Well, recommend going. Um, you can have barbecues here, you can have picnics, you can go for walks, lots of things to do. I think you can even rent bikes and things and you can cycle around these amazing woods and forests. And it really is absolutely lovely. Lots of nice wildlife and uh, lots of things to do. The family will, will certainly have a great time. But we weren't really there to have a great time in terms of um, looking at the wildlife. Because we had this big Jeep, we thought, let's take it somewhere that was a bit rough and ready. So when you go to Akala National Park, some of the roads there are just this kind of light grey kind of gravel. Um, and we wondered why there was such a slow speed limit on the road, because I thought it seems, you know, a big wide road. American roads are pretty good overall. Um, and yet it was so slow. It was something like I think it was 35 miles an hour or thereabouts at the time. It may have changed just now. But we found out the reason why it was so slow, because you kick up an enormous amount of dust, even at slow speeds. So if you go too fast, Basically, nobody can see what's happening behind you. Now, we thought that this is fantastic. Let's just go for a laugh. It's a kind of long gravel track. We'll go a little bit faster. So on those days, we were probably going a bit more than the recommended speed limit. And of course, we looked in our mirrors and we couldn't see anything without this massive cloud of dust. So after a few miles, we decided to pull over and stop. And we'd have a look at some of the, the, the information for the tourists and so on. And we've been there a few minutes when we heard this funny sound. It was like the sound of a kind of some kind of bird or something. But it was actually a scooter. And it got closer and closer and eventually it came into view because we'd left this huge cloud of dust. So it took quite a while for it to clear. 
and they had been behind us. And honestly, it was like dumb and dumber. I don't know if you've ever seen the film, when they drive on the scooter. They've been wearing shades, but no helmets. And the thing is, their shades were completely grey, because they were covered in the grey dust that obviously we had left as we had driven before them. And honestly, I thought, how on earth can they see where they're going? But they kind of went along and they kept on going. Honestly, it was like a scene from Dumb and Dumber. So that's one of my first crazy adventures of being there back in 2008. Now, the second crazy adventure was also during that holiday. Um, My friend Jonathan had decided um, that he had seen this voucher to get money off at the local gun range. And he says, Hugh, why don't we go and shoot some rounds at the gun range? And I said, well, I've never done that before. Why not? We're in America. We may as well have a go. So off we went to the gun range. Now, this one was in the lovely area of the Federal State Prison um, in Orlando, just outside Orlando. And all round the prison, and you kind of drive for miles and miles and you see the sheriff or the, you know, the police officer with the two dogs walking around the, the prison grounds and everything is quite, quite a thing to witness, especially the signs that say, by the way, you know, people who might be, uh, what's they call it, hitchhikers could well be escaped convicts, so be wary. Which <laughs> I think is a fantastic sign to see. Um, all the shops around about are bail bond shops, you know, so if somebody goes missing or someone skips court, um, they send out a bounty hunter to go and catch them. So in this little shopping area that we went to, where the gun range was, um, there were all these bail bond shops, and that's what greeted us. So we parked our car, and we got out, and we walked around the corner to where we thought the gun range was, and it was like a scene from Grand Theft Auto. There were literally about eight police cars, all with the, 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 the lights flashing and all that kind of stuff going on, the doors open, but no policemen. Now, you might have thought, we would have thought, that's a bit weird. Maybe we should just go back to the car and head off. But we were so keen to go to the gun range, we carried on in and we saw the entrance and we walked in and uh, we went straight to the reception office where there was a lady standing there behind the counter. Now, when I looked to my left, I suddenly noticed that all the policemen that had come from their cars were had their, their guns aimed at this chap who had been arrested and who was sitting there being cuffed at the time we went in. But for some unknown reason, I completely ignored that and asked the lady, is it possible to have some, to have a go and shoot some some rounds um, at the gun range? Now, unsurprisingly, she didn't really answer back. She just looked totally frozen um, as if something, you know, obviously with the seriousness of the situation. And it was Jonathan who tapped me on the back and said, "Eh, maybe we should come back another time. It's obviously quite busy at the moment. So off we went. And as I say, there were at least 10 or 20 policemen um, all around about who were concentrating on the person they had just arrested before we headed off and we went back to the car. And it was only later on in the day that we actually realised the seriousness of what we had just witnessed and the fact we just walked in to the gun range when all of this had just been going on and the policeman didn't even say anything. They must have been so amazed and thought, stupid, stupid tourists or something like that, you know, as we walked in and walked out. But it was a real scene from a comedy show. However, I would recommend going to these gun ranges because in the most part, they're an awful lot safer than that. And if you get a chance to fire off some rounds, it's quite an exciting thing to do. Obviously, it's for adults. Um, I don't think they really take um, uh, maybe people who are maybe over 16 at the very earliest. Maybe some might do earlier. Um, there are There is a I think it's gun range America, I think it is. I'm trying to remember the name exactly, which is on the, the 192, just at Kissimmee, just Old Town Kissimmee. It's just on the junction. Um, that's a very big one. And I know they do a lot of parties and different things. You can do all sorts of um, adventures with them. Um, I'll get the name of it and I'll put that 
in the description. But that was the second adventure that I had, um, which was walking in as a real tourist into the gun range in Orlando. Now I'll do our famous two-week forecast. Right, here is the two-week forecast. I've taken this from BBC Weather. Again, it is a long-range forecast, so it can potentially change. But it's looking pretty hot over the next few days. Certainly, we're looking at 29 on Monday, and on Tuesday the 3rd, again 29, and on Wednesday up to 30, with a high on Thursday of 32 degrees. Now, at this time, it always says sunny spells with cloud, so it will be probably a little bit changeable. Then on Saturday the 7th, it drops quite considerably to just 19, and also at the weekend on Sunday to around about 21. And then at the beginning of next week, from Monday the 9th, it goes back up to around about 23, and then it continues to go up a little bit for a couple of days, um, and then by the end of that week, it's up to about 30 degrees or more, and then coming down again to about 24 on Friday the 6th. So it is quite changeable. Um, it's varying from the kind of mid to high 30s, or sorry, mid to high 20s, to then going back down to the kind of mid to low 20s as well. But it looks overall, it doesn't say it's going to be much rain. It mainly says sunny um, with clouds. So it looks like actually, again, a nice time of year, a good temperature, um, not too hot in some cases to visit the theme parks and things or go for a nice stroll. Um, but again, make sure you take plenty of fluids. And obviously, as it's Orlando, you need plenty of sun cream. Now, my website is being worked on at the moment. So very soon, we'll have a brand new website, which will have all the links to all my books. And of course, the Hattricks Orlando Holiday Guide, which is available for just £4. Now, I do have some copies left. There's going to be a new edition, an updated edition coming in the summertime. But there are still a few of the first versions still available for just £4. If you would like one, just send me an email at podcast at cardioadvisor.co.uk. That's just a temporary email just now, and then it will revert back to hughattrick.com uh, when that uh, new website is properly constructed and ready to go. And I'll send you a quick PayPal bill, and you can just pay that via a credit card. If you want a hard copy, it's just £5.50, and that includes free postage to anywhere in the UK. If it's abroad, we can look at that, doing that as well for the same price. It's usually not any more than that. So that should all be fine. Now, what would be fantastic is if you got any crazy adventure stories of your time in Orlando, why don't you let us know? Again, email at the same address, podcast at cardioadvisor.co.uk. And if you're happy for us to put them on the show, we would love to involve you. And for any comments or interaction, just send us an email, leave us a comment, a like or a share. And if you know of anyone else that's heading off to Orlando, please let them know about the show and they can hear and hopefully benefit from the tips and advice that we put on the show. But for this week, and for all you Orlando fans, whether it be all around the world, thank you very much for joining in. And I hope you enjoy the show and we'll be back next week with another exciting action-packed podcast. From me, Hugh Hattrick, it's bye just now.